Good morning, everyone. This is Ben Sadiq, your host of 3P Ball, an armchair amateur's look into our fantasy basketball league. That's a mouthful. I'll figure it out. Going into this podcast, this is our rant, roast, and whisper show, where I'll rant, I'll roast, and I'll share the whispers around our league. Before getting onto those areas, I'll talk about my matchup. I'm currently up 7-2 against the number two seed in Jin. I highlighted his background in the Jin Cheese episode previous to this. So take a listen to get the background on Jin. So right now he is up on the field goal and free throw category. That's the two categories he's winning. I want to take one of those two. I don't know if I'll be able to handle free throws, but I want field goal. He's up 486 to 477. It can go either way. I need our my poor field goal players to not be poor. I'm looking at you, Roger. I'm looking at you, Bronson. I'm looking at you, PJ Washington. And uh, I need Jin to normalize his field goal down to that 430, 440 region. I'm also up on blocks and turnovers. Those are two categories I historically don't win and I don't see myself beating Jin in. So if he holds field goal, free throw, and regains blocks and TOs, that's a 5-4 disappointing win. So ideally, at least one out of those four cats will get me a 6-3 win and that'll get me comfortable and satisfied with this win, week's win. Um, but... He's getting Brandon Ingram back this week. That'll certainly help his field goal. Potentially blocks. And he's got JJJ. I mean, why does it even matter? I'm not beating JJJ in the blocks as a team. So, let's see. Let's see where that goes. So, that's my matchup preview. Now, I'm going to go into the whispers of our league. Our Gossip Girl section. So... Our podcast, or my podcast, is 3P Ball's one and only source into the scandalous fantasy lives of the elite. Starting with breaking news coming right out of ACMO's camp, Anthony Davis, who's set to return today, is uh, available for a trade package. Now, ACMO has mentioned that they are looking for threes, assists, and steals. They are open to two-for-ones. They're also open for, which has really been the theme this year, interesting enough. Obviously, Jokic, I traded as a two-for-one package. Kevin Durant got traded for a two-for-one package. And it looks like Akamal's following a similar recipe and wanting two players in return for Anthony Davis. Now, Akamal has also revealed that there are three qualified bids currently and one unqualified bid for the trade to Anthony Davis. And within 24 hours, a trade will be confirmed. Now, who could the three qualified bids be? Here are my predictions. I think Sheroz is one of them. He's top seed. He's got an eight-game lead on second seed, which will only continue to grow I think he's obviously, everyone knows the potential of Anthony Davis. He's healthy, you're winning the league. He's not healthy, well, Charles is still in first place. Now, threes, assists, and steals, just breaking down what Akmal has already confirmed they want back. I would imagine one of the players of the two would have to be Gary Trent Jr., which is ironic because Akmal freaking dropped Gary Trent Jr. 
top 30 spurred by the momentum in his threes, steals, and okay assists. What the hell, man? If if Gary Trent is part of the package, Akmal will rue the day. Will rue the day. Anyways, I think it's Shiro's being a qualified bid. He did he did put in a bid for Jokic earlier this year, um, which was pretty competitive. Uh, Mo, Mobley and Bain was not a bad haul inherently. Obviously, at the time, Donovan Mitchell and Cat assumed to be sooner in his return. Obviously, was more enticing, but... I obviously sharing willing to make that move for Jokic tells me he might be willing to make that move for Anthony Davis. The other person I would think with a qualified bid would be Byron. He did pass down a trade package or thought about a trade package. And I, I think he can do it. My only hesitation is threes, assists, uh, steals that's just not in his window and I think he's trying to hold on to assists as his big man build needs that fifth cat and that's going to be one of assists or steals so you know on hindsight I don't think Byron will be maybe that was the unqualified bit actually now he does have Tyrese Halliburton to dangle but man that's a gamble he's going really big with that lineup huh interesting I don't know will he go for a 5-4 build with the risk I don't know I don't see Talal making that trade. He has a history of Anthony Davis costing him the season. Who else? Who else could it be? Three bids. Sonny making a splash with Curry being dangled? No, Sonny's too risk averse and he's already having a lot of injuries. I don't know. Well, three qualified bids according to ACMO. Now, on to the Anthony Davis continued news. Multiple executives have reached out to me and complained that the asking price for Anthony Davis is insane and astronomical and does not fit the valuation that is appropriate for Anthony Davis. Now, I've had executives confirm that Anthony Davis's price is first round value in return, similar to what Jokic and KD received in value um well maybe not so much kd but they're looking for first rounders and that has led one executive to document and confirm the bold prediction that a trade will not go down this is a market check ultimately akmal will not proceed with a trade as they are looking for unreasonable offers let's see in 24 hours what happens Next, breaking news out of the Uber Eats camp. LaMelo Ball has been opened up another first rounder. Uh, Uber, Uber Eats is open offers LaMelo, and he highlighted this is the gamble period. He could be back next week, putting up top 10 numbers, or he could be out day to day for two months or rest of the season as Charlotte Tanks. Who's willing to take that gamble? So you heard it first, breaking news, LaMelo Ball is on the table. Huh, that makes me think. I wonder if Ali or Uber Eats is the the other bidder uh, for the Anthony Davis sweepstakes. Interesting. And finally, out of the Darth Vapor camp, Talal has uh, 
reportedly made Michael Porter available. I have heard rumors that he may be offered in certain trade packages. Uh, We'll see, but Michael Porter is now available to be shopped. And that's it for our Gossip Girl Whispers Corner. Tune in next week as we find out any ramifications of these deals, players, and other news around the league. As always, I will keep my sources protected unless they want it noted otherwise. Now, on to my roast and rant session. Let's look at Sherry. (laughs) It brings me great joy to look at this stat line. Jeremy Grant dropped three points, two boards, and two assists against San Antonio Spurs in a game where the score was 147 to 127. Bruh. Bruh. How are you going to score three points in a 150-point blowout against the Spurs? I did the math. Three out of 147, that's 2%. Mans dropped 2% of the, of the points of the league, of the game. What? What? The guy just full-on cardio session, and he took nine shots. Didn't even take many shots. What was he doing out there? He's getting paid $19 million to drop cardio, a solid cardio workout, and getting prime seats to a blowout game in San Antonio where the big woman lie, according to Chuck. Wow, what a dud, what a roast of a player. Now, it doesn't really matter because Sherry got Brooke Lopez, who dropped a two threes, 21 points, two blocks, zero turnovers from a late round pick. Why is Brook Lopez still alive? Why is he still playing top 10 value? I don't understand. I hate this guy. I need him to slow down. This is bullshit. For Jen, of course, Brandon Ingram comes back this week. He's only been nursing this damn toe injury for the entire season. And he decides to come back the week I'm supposed to trounce Jin. This sucks. I hope he's on a minutes restriction. Protect the toe. Please protect the toe. The toe is precious. On to Byron. Wow. Aaron Gordon. 11 points, 4 boards, 3 assists, 4 of 7 shooting. Just quiet against New Orleans. I mean, who was stopping him in New Orleans? What a trash stat line. But Byron always picks him up. I don't know why. This man has the potential to be great. Maybe there are rumors circulating that he might get moved to the Jazz. So maybe he's tanking his value. And in that case, I'll say high BB IQ move, man. That makes sense to me. Akmal, they thought they were slick, eh? Picking up Gafford when Porzingis was out. Man's played 19 minutes and fouled out real fast. That was um, not as slick of a move as I thought it was going to be. But it doesn't matter. He's got apparently in Yahoo of the top five most reoccurring players in the top 500 Yahoo leagues. Mason Plumlee's up there. And I looked at his stat. I've been looking at his stat line almost daily ever since they offered Plumlee for my DeJounte Murray. And I got me pissed. He dropped 18, 8, and 5 on 5 of 8 shooting, 2 turnovers, and a block. For a punt free throw team, that just is not my team. Damn, that's pretty good freaking value, man. Uh, 
it's not bad buyer's remorse when or uh or missing out as obviously they wanted Claxton but not a bad alternative not a bad consolation prize that was the word I was looking for on my team PJ Washington you dropped one of seven losing to Utah your team needed you man three points three points what the hell man one steal you gotta do better PJ I know LaMelo's out but this this is unacceptable you're 14 team scum right now at least give me the stocks at least give me the stocks on to Ali what was his performances ah well I don't have to look too far Dennis Schroeder Dennis the Menace could this be the worst stream of of the year no probably not there's been worse teams but the dude is a point guard with zero assists how how LeBron was really out there Playing one against nine last night. The dude had the perfect, the perfect stat line. Nine threes. Almost a 50-piece. Zero turnovers. Zero fouls. And they still got blown up. And you know why? Dennis Short is part of that. Dude didn't even... He's a garbage player that didn't even play during the mid-fourth quarter garbage run. What the heck would... I don't know. I don't know. I think Ali's trying to recreate the Lakers squad low-key with LeBron, Russell, and Dennis Schroeder. But why? But why, though? Why? Lakers suck, bruh. Lakers suck. Between the between the Charlotte uh, players that he's rostering, the Lakers, he he's really not looking at a team performance. That's for sure. But he's got Buddy. Buddy had four steals and three blocks. Buddy is blocking people. Who did he face? Chicago. Who did he block in Chicago? Who did he block in Chicago? That's wild to me. I I saw the four steals which is and the four threes that I was highlighting. But three blocks. I think think a strong contender for being blocked was probably, probably DeMar, man. I think DeMar got blocked low-key. I love DeMar, Toronto guy, but it, who else is getting blocked by Buddy in that squad, man? That, that That's trash. Not Vooch. Uh, Caruso, maybe. He's crafty. Oh, man, I really want to know who Buddy blocked. I got to find that out. But anyways, on to Sonny. Who's he rostering? Colin Sexton. I'm not even going to roast this player. Why is he on a team? Why is he still rostered? Like, this, like Sonny gets very high praise in our league for being an elite player. I'm sorry. I'm ready to revoke this card. I am honestly... His success came in the era of Crooked Commissioner era. Stay tuned. I will talk about that in a future week episode. But this is unacceptable. You, No one should be rostering Sexton. Not even Utah. Utah doesn't even want Sexton. They're playing Conley. The the old, frail Conley over Sexton. Like, this is... Wow. Wow. He's still rostered. I don't even want to roast him. I'm roasting Sonny for ho- roast for rostering the roastee that is Sexton. L. On to Vahid. Oh, man. Jalen Duran. I wanted this guy so freaking bad, but I didn't think Vahid would be... Stupid enough to pick up a player that will only help him in a future week's matchup, which happens to be this week. 
foregoing two-game advantage over Akmal. And I thought I could sneak it by. That was why I partially dropped Jabari Smith Jr. I thought I could be slick, drop Jabari, and pick up Duran. One-for-one replacement. And I got my rebounds back. Man's dropped 23-15 with two steals and two blocks. Yeah, knowing Vahid, he's going to be rostered for the rest of the year. There goes the Duran train. Damn. Damn. This happened last year with me as well. I had Brunson, and I would keep picking him up, dropping him, picking up, dropping him. And then eventually, Vahid picked him up and never dropped him. And I was like, damn. Damn. So, rest in peace. Sorry, Duran. You could have been in a winning squad. Rodaway and Vahids. That's my bitterness talking. And then finally, or not finally, Ace. I'm going to pick uh, Hero. Uh, more like Zero, bruh. Nine points, six assists. Four of 19. Four of 19. Oh, Ace is not winning field goal this week. That's for sure. I offered him D-Low. I offered him the. D-Low for one of Hero or Pool. I bet you he's regretting that right now. Mans was blowing layups last night. And you know what? I blame it on this generation. He keeps running to the three and jacking up shots. What happened to putting your nose down and going to the rim? These new generation players need to play in the 90s. And they'll know what it's like. You get benched for that shit. You get benched. If you're not hitting your shots, you get benched. That is bullshit. Against Boston, too. It's a miracle they won. Thank you, Bam. So maybe it was a good thing. Hero, keep doing your thing. Doesn't hurt me. And then finally on to Talal's team. Kyle Anderson, you piece of shit. You dropped a freaking career three-game line against me. His three games against me. 13, 11, and 10 with two stocks. 13, 11, and 8 with five stocks. 20, 10, and 6 with three stocks. He was crushing me. And since then, in the two games afterwards, his stat line is 0.7 boards and two assists. And last night, zero, two points, zero boards, and one assist. That is the Kyle Anderson I expected. That is not the Kyle Anderson I faced. I hate this guy. Why did he have to get hot against me? I should have had a better win against Talal, and this guy literally cock-blocked me for it. I hate you, Kyle Anderson. And that is the end and conclusion of my Wednesday Rants, Roasts, and Whispers segment. If you enjoyed this, please like, subscribe, share, and uh, give me some feedback as I'm playing around with it. Next podcast will be Friday Weekend Warriors. We'll go through the rundown for what everyone's got to do to win their week's matchup. Stay tuned, everyone. Peace and love.